Today is the 7th day of March. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I am Brian. It is fantastic to be here with you today as we continue to move our way step by step through the week that we are in and through the season that we are in and through the scriptures, obviously, which is why we gather around the global campfire every day. And so it is a joy to be in your presence today and all of us to be in the presence of the Lord as we immerse ourselves in the scriptures. And so let's dive in. We are working our way through the book of Numbers and we are observing everything get set up. There is a destination in mind here that these children of Israel are to embark upon, a destiny, a place, It's called the promised land, the land of promise. And now they are being equipped, not only for the journey, but what things are supposed to look like when they get there. And so let's pick up the story today. Numbers chapters 8 and 9. The Lord spoke to Moses. Speak to Aaron and tell him, When you set up the lamps, the seven lamps are to give light in front of the lampstand. So Aaron did this. He set up its lamps to give light in front of the lampstand, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. This is the way the lampstand was made. It was a hammered work of gold, hammered from its base to its flower petals. The lampstand was made according to the pattern the Lord had shown Moses. The Lord spoke to Moses, Take the Levites from among the Israelites and ceremonially cleanse them. Do this to them for their purification. Sprinkle them with the purification water. Have them shave their entire bodies and wash their clothes and so purify themselves. They are to take a young bull and its grain offering of fine flour mixed with oil, and you are to take a second young bull for a sin offering. Bring the Levites before the tent of meeting and assemble the entire Israelite community. Then present the Levites before the Lord and have the Israelites lay their hands on them. Aaron is to present the Levites before the Lord as a presentation offering from the Israelites so that they may perform the Lord's work. Next, the Levites are to lay their hands on the heads of the bulls. Sacrifice one as a sin offering and the other as a burnt offering to the Lord to make atonement for the Levites. You are to have the Levites stand before Aaron and his sons, and you are to present them before the Lord as a presentation offering. In this way, you are to separate the Levites from the rest of the Israelites so that the Levites will belong to me. After that, the Levites may come to serve at the tent of meeting. Once you have ceremonially cleansed them and presented them as a presentation offering, for they have been exclusively assigned to me from the Israelites. I have taken them for myself in place of all who come first from the womb every Israelite firstborn. For every firstborn among the Israelites is mine, both man and animal. 
I consecrated them to myself on the day I struck down every firstborn in the land of Egypt. But I have taken the Levites in place of every firstborn among the Israelites. From the Israelites, I have given the Levites exclusively to Aaron and his sons to perform the work for the Israelites at the tent of meeting and to make atonement on their behalf so that no plague will come against the Israelites when they approach the sanctuary. Moses, Aaron, and the entire Israelite community did this to the Levites. The Israelites did everything to them the Lord commanded Moses regarding the Levites. The Levites purified themselves and washed their clothes. Then Aaron presented them before the Lord as a presentation offering. Aaron also made atonement for them to cleanse them ceremonially. After that, the Levites came to do their work at the tent of meeting in the presence of Aaron and his sons. So they did to them as the Lord had commanded Moses concerning the Levites. The Lord spoke to Moses in regard to the Levites. From 25 years old or more, A man enters the service in the work at the tent of meeting, but at fifty years old he is to retire from his service in the work and no longer serve. He may assist his brothers to fulfill responsibilities at the tent of meeting, but he must not do the work. This is how you are to deal with the Levites regarding their duties. In the first month of the second year after their departure from the land of Egypt, The Lord told Moses in the wilderness of Sinai, The Israelites are to observe the Passover at its appointed time. You must observe it at its appointed time on the fourteenth day of this month at twilight. You are to observe it according to all its statutes and ordinances. So Moses told the Israelites to observe the Passover. And they observed it in the first month on the fourteenth day at twilight in the wilderness of Sinai. The Israelites did everything as the Lord had commanded Moses. But there were some men who were unclean because of a human corpse, so they could not observe the Passover on that day. These men came before Moses and Aaron the same day and said to him, We are unclean because of a human corpse. Why should we be excluded from presenting the Lord's offering at its appointed time with the other Israelites? Moses replied to them, Wait here until I hear what the Lord commands for you. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, Tell the Israelites, When any one of you or your descendants is unclean because of a corpse or is on a distant journey, he may still observe the Passover to the Lord. Such people are to observe it in the second month on the fourteenth day at twilight. They are to eat the animal with unleavened bread and bitter herbs. They may not leave any of it until morning or break any of its bones. They must observe the Passover according to all its statutes. But the man who is ceremonially clean is not on a journey and yet fails to observe the Passover is to be cut off from his people because he did not present the Lord's offering at its appointed time. That man will bear the consequences of his sin. 
If an alien resides with you and wants to observe the Passover to the Lord, he is to do it according to the Passover statute and its ordinances. You are to apply the same statute to both the resident alien and the native of the land. On the day the tabernacle was set up, the cloud covered the tabernacle, the tent of testimony, and it appeared like fire above the tabernacle from evening until morning. It remained that way continuously. The cloud would cover it, appearing like fire at night. Whenever the cloud was lifted up above the tent, the Israelites would set out. At the place where the cloud stopped, there the Israelites camped. At the Lord's command, the Israelites set out, and at the Lord's command, they camped. As long as the cloud stayed over the tabernacle, they camped. Even when the cloud stayed over the tabernacle many days, the Israelites carried out the Lord's requirements and did not set out. Sometimes the cloud remained over the tabernacle for only a few days. They would camp at the Lord's command and set out at the Lord's command. Sometimes the cloud remained only from evening until morning. When the cloud lifted in the morning, they set out. Or if it remained a day and a night, they moved out when the cloud lifted. Whether it was two days, a month, or longer, the Israelites camped and did not set out as long as the cloud stayed over the tabernacle. But when it was lifted, they set out. They camped at the Lord's command, and they set out at the Lord's command. They carried out the Lord's requirement according to his command through Moses. Mark 13, 14 through 37. When you see the abomination of desolation standing where it should not be, let the reader understand, then those in Judea must flee to the mountains. A man on the housetop must not come down or go in to get anything out of his house, and a man in the field must not go back to get his coat. Woe to pregnant women and nursing mothers in those days. Pray it won't happen in winter. For those will be days of tribulation, the kind that hasn't been from the beginning of creation until now and never will be again. If the Lord had not cut those days short, no one would be saved. But he cut those days short for the sake of the elect whom he chose. Then if anyone tells you, see, here is the Messiah, see, there. Do not believe it, for false messiahs and false prophets will arise and will perform signs and wonders to lead astray, if possible, the elect. And you must watch. I have told you everything in advance. But in those days, after that tribulation, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not shed its light. The stars will be falling from the sky, and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. And they will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory. 
He will send out the angels and gather his elect from the four winds, from the ends of the earth to the ends of heaven. Learn this lesson from the fig tree. As soon as its branch becomes tender and sprouts leaves, you know that summer is near. In the same way, when you see these things happening, recognize that he is near, at the door. Truly, I tell you, this generation will certainly not pass away until all these things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. Now concerning that day or hour, no one knows, neither the angels in heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. Watch, be alert, for you don't know when the time is coming. It's like a man on a journey who left his house, gave authority to his servants, gave each one his work, and commanded the doorkeeper to be alert. Therefore be alert, since you don't know when the master of the house is coming, whether in the evening or at midnight or at the crowing of the rooster or early in the morning. Otherwise, when he comes suddenly, he might find you sleeping. And what I say to you, I say to everyone, be alert. Psalm 50 God as Judge A Psalm of Asaph The Mighty One God The Lord speaks He summons the earth from the rising of the sun to its setting From Zion, the perfection of beauty God appears in radiance our God is coming. He will not be silent. Devouring fire precedes him, and a storm rages around him. On high he summons heaven and earth in order to judge his people. Gather my faithful ones to me, those who made a covenant with me by sacrifice. The heavens proclaim his righteousness. For God is the judge. Selah. Listen, my people, and I will speak. I will testify against you, Israel. I am God, your God. I do not rebuke you for your sacrifices or for your burnt offerings, which are continually before me. I will not take a bull from your household or male goats from your pens, for every animal of the forest is mine, the cattle on a thousand hills. I know every bird of the mountains, and the creatures of the field are mine. If I were hungry, I would not tell you, for the world and everything in it is mine. Do I eat the flesh of bulls or drink the blood of goats? Offer a thanksgiving sacrifice to God and pay your vows to the Most High. Call on me in a day of trouble. I will rescue you and you will honor me. But God says to the wicked, 
What right do you have to recite my statutes and to take my covenant on your lips? You hate instruction and fling my words behind you. When you see a thief, you make friends with him and you associate with adulterers. You unleash your mouth for evil and harness your tongue for deceit. You sit maligning your brother, slandering your mother's son. You have done these things, and I kept silent. You thought I was just like you, but I will rebuke you and lay out the case before you. Understand this, you who forget God, or I will tear you apart, and there will be no one to rescue you. Whoever offers a thanksgiving sacrifice honors me, and whoever orders his conduct, I will show him the salvation of God. Proverbs 10, 29 and 30. The way of the Lord is a stronghold for the honorable, but destruction awaits evildoers. The righteous will never be shaken, but the wicked will not remain on the earth. Okay, let's take a brief look at this proverb that we just that we just read. The way of the Lord is a stronghold for the honorable, but destruction awaits evildoers. The righteous will never be shaken, but the wicked will not remain on the earth. We read a proverb like this and immediately gravitate toward the promise. The way of the Lord is a stronghold for the honorable. The righteous will never be shaken. And so we hold on to those things, standing firm in them, believing that we are the honorable and righteous ones. But there is a stark contrast here. The opposite is true too. The way of the Lord is a stronghold for the honorable, but the way of the Lord is destruction for evildoers. The wicked will not remain on the earth, which gives us insight into what God is doing. God is putting back together what has been broken. He is restoring what has been destroyed. He is healing humanity from within, bringing humanity back into relationship with himself. Part of that process is ridding humanity of the things that pull it away from how it was made, pulling humans away from God, deception, wickedness, evil. These things do not stand in the presence of God. God's righteousness does not permit evil. Evil breaks things. Wickedness is an adversary to redemption. So we can certainly stand on the promises of God. 
and the wisdom in the Proverbs. But we can't just apply this to ourselves in our own struggles and trials and think that this is all about us when actually we have a view of what God is doing, separating us from wickedness and destruction that we might be honorable and righteous. It's not just about us getting through today and getting what we want out of this week. It's about God's work of redemption in the world that we get to participate in and that we get to open ourselves to that we might be transformed. May we open ourselves fully to the voice of wisdom in our lives today and become more and more aware that what God is after is our wholeness and for us to be whole. That which is wicked or evil must not be a part of our story. And he will come after these things and walk with us through these things. But sometimes we've got ourselves entangled. And if we actually want to walk into freedom, it will probably be a process that we engage in, that we stick to, that we walk in a straight line out of bondage and into freedom. If we're aware of what's going on, then we learn to endure, which the scriptures, like that, that is such an overarching theme in the Bible. We won't be able to escape it as we continue forward. So let's think about it today because it kind of brings up the posture of Jesus in our lives. We've watched Jesus do a lot of things, but most of the time he asks, what do you want me to do for you? Do you think I can do this? Do you believe I can do this? Do you want this? It's almost as if the question is being asked to us. Do you want to be free? Are you willing to trust the process? And Holy Spirit, we invite you into that. Life can be so confusing that we just know when things are comforting and feel good. And we know when things are bring anxiety and feel bad. And so we have that pretty clear, and so we fight against things that make us that make us anxious, make us feel bad. We're supposed to cast these cares on you, but that's more than just we need to get out of this feeling. It's like we need to cast all of this on you. It's pulling us away. It's pulling us around the margins of deception. It's pulling us into places that we don't belong, and we certainly can't navigate without your Holy Spirit. And so we're inviting you that we might have eyes to see what you are doing in our lives and what you are after, what you are touching, what you are asking us to open ourselves up to you in. We trust you. There is no other hope. We are utterly dependent upon you and we know this is true but we functionally live so much of our lives as if we're our own sovereign Lord until we get ourselves into trouble. May we walk with you on the narrow path that leads to life along the paths of wisdom, wherever they may lead, knowing that if we are together, 
Walking with you, there is no other safe place to be. So we open ourselves up to your work in our lives, making us honorable, making us righteous, we pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. DailyAudioBible.com That's home. Home base. And that is where you can find out what's going on around here. The Daily Audio Bible app puts that in the palm of your hand and you can get that from the app store that works with your device. So just search for Daily Audio Bible. And check out uh, the different sections like the Daily Audio Bible shop. There are a number of categories in the Daily Audio Bible shop with resources that are available to take the journey deeper and wider as we continue step by step, day by day through the scriptures. And so certainly go check that out. If you want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible, thank you humbly. We're in this together. And because of that, we're here. We wouldn't be here or anywhere if we weren't in this together. And so thank you humbly for your partnership. There is a link on the homepage at dailyaudiobible.com. If you're using the app, you can press the Give button in the upper right-hand corner. Or the mailing address is P.O. Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. And as always, if you have a prayer request or encouragement, you can hit the hotline button in the app. Or you can dial 877-942-4253. And that's it for today. I'm Brian. I love you. And I'll be waiting for you here. Tomorrow. Hello. My name is Rochelle. I've been listening to Daily Audio Bible since I was a teenager, but never actually stayed committed to the whole year. Always fell off. Never felt interested in trying to hold on to it. Except for these past few weeks, now in my young adulthood, trying to get back into it, trying to remain faithful. And the Lord's Word has been such a comfort for me these past few weeks and what I've been going through. And I've been listening to the prayers at the end. I've never done that before. And I've been hearing the prayers of of other believers calling in and the words of encouragement. And it's just been a blessing to hear. And I never really thought about calling in before, but today on the 25th of February, I heard a plea from my mother asking for prayer for her daughter, Trisha. And I know exactly what it's like in Trisha's place. I know exactly what it's like to not want to live anymore. And I also know what it's like in her mother's shoes to plead and pray for somebody who who doesn't want to live anymore as well. I pray, Lord, that you will be with Trisha, that you give her peace that she needs, that she will rely on you when she feels like she can't walk anymore, that she she knows that you are carrying her through this. I pray, Father, that when the enemy tells her lies and deceit, she won't believe it, that she finds her peace in you. I pray that you will put resources and loved ones in her path, God, and that she will just... Put her trust in you, God. I pray that you strengthen her mother, 
during this time that you give her the words that she needs to say to her daughter. Let her know that she is not alone in this as well. I thank you, Lord, for all things you do and provide, for all the prayers that are being sent forward for Trisha. Hi, this is Victoria Soldier, just calling to pray for some of the dabbers. I want to pray for Bridget from New York City. I want to pray for David Browning uh, from Savannah, Georgia. I want to pray for David Ari Brown. I want to pray for Selena, the, uh, uh, pray for the, the lady from Haiti who would have kidnapped the person that was ransomed. I want to also pray for Sonia in Augusta, Georgia. I wanted to pray for... Uh, the, the lady that uh, was, was pregnant and she's got diabetes, I want to pray for her and that precious little baby. I wanted to pray for uh, the uh, lady whose son came back, uh, who's in Tennessee. I think her name is Daphne, walking in the light. I want to pray for her. I want to pray for Jessica in Texas. That, uh, I, I want to also pray for, uh, for for Jessica. Like I say, I want to pray for Jessica in Texas. And I want to pray for the lady whose husband left after the 31 years. I want to pray for that marriage, that God is, that God be in the midst of it. I want to pray for the, uh, uh, the lady from New Jersey. Uh, and I want to pray for Julie and Chris. Um, uh, and I wanted to pray for Neil uh, from Georgia. Uh, by his wife and the challenges that they're going through. Gracious Father, we just praise you today. We just ask you to touch those names I called and some of the names I didn't remember the name, but you know the incident and you know them because of what they're going through. Father, I just ask you to have your way. Oh, Father, in the name of Jesus, I just ask you to have the, your way. I ask you to heal. I ask you to deliver. I ask you to bring back that spouse that left that didn't know Lord, I ask you to touch that abusive one and deliver them, Lord. Convict their heart and let them come and do what is right, Father. In the name of Jesus, touch that young girl that went back to the to the to the mate, and touch the one that didn't want to say what it was about. But Lord, you know all about it, Father. We just ask you to touch. We just ask you to heal. We just ask you to deliver for your dabbers, Lord. They need your help today, Father. We ask you for life and faith. Hi, Daily Audio Bible Family. Um, my name is David. I'm from Kansas. Um, and I'm calling in to ask for prayer. Um, a little bit about my testimony. I was, uh, my dad's a pastor, a great pastor. And uh, um, I had a strong faith growing up. And uh, But then after I graduated, I, I strayed and I got so far from God, I couldn't even feel him anymore. And, I then came back, God woke me up and uh, changed my life and since then I've had a, uh, a brain injury that has uh, left me with many different issues but one of the biggest is I uh, am extremely anxious all the time, um, I have panic attacks often and um, just because of what the possibilities of this uh, injury can do. and. Uh, I just, I find myself often doubting my faith, and um, I, I teach the children church at our, at our church, and um, I help with a group we have called Awanas, and um, I read my Bible daily, I listen to Daily Audio Bible, which has just been a huge blessing. I, I find myself understanding more and more of God's nature, but 
my moments of anxiety and weakness, I, uh, I seem to forget all that, and I, I, ju I just become very fearful, and, um, I just would ask for prayer for that, that, uh, I would remember in those times of weakness that God is with me no matter what, and, uh, uh I just want to say thank you guys for your prayers, and, um, all that you guys do as a community. Thank you. Hello, Dab family. This is Sheila. Um, two really quick prayer requests. I am still looking for a job, and I have an interview today. I just pray that God would find me the right job and that um, His will would be done in my life. I want to serve Him and please Him, and I want to have joy in my job, and I want to bless so many others. I want God to bless so many others through me, so please pray for a job for me. Um, and the second thing is really... Um, big prayer request. All uh, my family is Hindu. Uh, only my cousin and I really became Christians uh, a while ago. We both came from a Hindu family. And this past weekend, we had an opportunity to witness to a to about 15 of our family members about Jesus and Christianity. Meanwhile, they were attacking us and trying to point out all the wrong things about Christianity and about Jesus and our beliefs. Um, and, and they're so prideful about Hinduism and all that they believe in. Um, I just pray that God would bring each one of them to their knees and, and would humble them and would reveal himself in a unique, personal, supernatural way that God does. And um, my cousin and I are just in prayer for that. And there's often so much persecution and attacks. Um, and we just pray that God would fight these battles and would water the seeds I've been planted. Thank you so much for your prayers. Good morning, Daily Audio Bible. Um, I'm Tyler from Kentucky. Um, I just wanted to say how encouraging you all are. Um, the last 17 months, I've been in jail, uh, wrongly accused and innocent of charges, but while I was in there, um, I lost everything, uh, but through a, a tablet uh, at the jail that I could purchase, I was able to listen to Daily Audio Bible those 17 months, and through, through that and other uh, sermons and stuff, I was able to grow closer to God, and I... I can't say enough how much of a blessing to hear your all's prayers and to hear um, Brian read the Bible. It's, it's, it took God to break me down to everything, to below bare bones just to, for me to get right with him. Um, I asked for you to pray for my marriage. Um, we've been separated for about four years, and um, she, last week she said that she's filing for divorce. She's seeing somebody else, and she's beyond happy. And um, I, I don't believe in divorce, and I will do anything in my power to save this marriage. I just pray and uh, ask God that. He do his will and, and do a miracle in my marriage for his glory. Thank you all. Bye. Hi, I am calling to encourage the young lady who said that you've been dealing with mental 
uh, challenges for all of her life. She hasn't been able to keep a job and she's dealing with anxiety and she's on disability and she's trying, you know, the disability is running out and you're about to go back to her. I wanted to encourage you really quick to continue to submit to what your doctor says. Take your medicine, but in addition, uh, you take your medicine, go see your therapist, uh, whatever you've got to do. But in addition to that, make sure that you are digging into the Word of God. Pull out God's promises for you that He has secured for you through His death, burial, and resurrection. Open your mouth and decree them over your life on a daily basis, even if you have to do it by an hourly basis, if you got to do it by a minute-by-minute minute basis. Decree it over your life. Continue, well, I already said continue to see your ther therapist, but continue to see your therapist and make sure you plan, make a plan with your therapist to return back to work because you can do it. Declare over your life as often as you need to that I'm free, that I'm, say, say it out of, out of your mouth, I'm free, I'm free from fear, I'm free from anxiety. And after you have prayed and sought God and, and you know, hopefully, that you have a support system or someone to talk to about anything that you can, that can pray with you, and even if you don't ask God, God will provide it for you, do what you need to do, even if you have to do it afraid. Do it and declare over your life that you are free and you will begin to see yourself overcome. You have authority. Don't be scared of the devil. Let the devil be scared of you, sister. And I love you, and people at the Daily Audio Bible love you, and I pray for you. Thank you.